0: You, you are listening to the community call with host Murray Riley Jr. Okay, folks, we're back and we want to start off with some of our uh top stories for this weekend. And I will tell you what, guys, we have a bunch of top stories for this weekend. Uh Jenny Thomas' messages to the meadows to Meadows revealed. Uh Jenny Thomas, wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas sent nearly two dozen Text messages urging the former White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows, to aggressively move to overturn the 2020 tw- presidential election. Majority knows Biden and the left is attempting to- the greatest heist in our history, she wrote. Meadows has turned in a total of 2,230 messages to the House Select Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. uh We're going to discuss this one, folks. Uh, I don't know what to tell y'all. I don't I don't know what to tell you. But uh what some revelations? And that's all I'm gonna say for now until the team members come on and join us. Also, Biden Biden wants Russia kicked out of the G20 over Ukraine over the Ukrainian war. Uh President Joe Biden said that if the G20 nations such as Indonesia, do not agree with that Russia should be removed from the group of the world's largest economies, then Ukraine should be invited to attend the next summit uh, set to take place in October in Bali, Indonesia. Uh, The InfoWars editor cries during a disposition about a man he misidentified. Kit Daniels, a longtime employee for the conspiracy website InfoWars, broke down in tears during a disposition when he was confronted with the damage of his article uh, misidentifying the Parkland school shooter, allegedly caused, his testimony reveals that the rickety ethical workings of conspiracy of the conspiracy outlet. Also, the two more Trump aides may face contempt charges. Peter Navarro, trade advisor for the former President Donald Trump, and social media aide uh, Danny Sca- Scavino are on their way to criminal contempt of the Congress and referrals for ignoring subpoenas from the House Six Committee. Navarro is an architect of Trump's scheme to overturn his election loss in January 6th, while Scavino was with Trump much of that day. Uh, This information came from the Huffington Post. Uh, uh, Very interesting what's going on here uh, and these discoveries. Also from our headlines from the weekend, everyone, and to tell you what some headlines we have, Representative Mo Brooks says Trump is still demanding the election be rescinded. Representative Mo Brooks of Alabama, who helped inspire Trump supporters to storm the Capitol on January 6th, Trump uh, said Trump all, always brings up, we got to rescind the election. We got to take take Joe Biden out and put me in now. Trump said on Wednesday he he was withdrawing his endorsement of Brooks in his Alabama Senate race because the lawmakers stopped calling for tossing out Joe Biden's presidential victory, uh, good for him. Good for him. Maybe it's, maybe some folks can have a, a moral standing for once. Uh, Ukraine claims it destroyed a Russian warship that was restocking. Troops of the Ukrainian Navy said that it sank a large Russian landing ship near the port city of Berdengst in the southern Ukraine, preventing attempts by Russian forces to resupply its troops at the Russian uh, at the Russian sea city just west of Mirapol photos and videos show the vessel called the Arks burning in the port. i tell you what folks uh, hats off to the Ukrainian army. These guys, we may, they may be small in number, but they're giving up one, they putting up one hell of a fight against a massive army, the Russian army that is. And I have to get hats off to those guys. They're doing a hell of a job beating back the Russians. Zelensky calls for the worldwide demonstrations, Ukrainian president, uh, Zelensky urged the world to remain steadfast in its support Uh, one month after Russia begins its invasion. uh, Come come from your offices, your homes, and your schools and universities. Come in the name of peace. Come with Ukrainian symbol to support Ukraine, to support freedom, to support life, he said in a video message. President Joe Biden is in Europe this week for a summit with NATO allies and European Union to hash out new sanctions against Russia and discuss further military aid. Which, guys, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. This is just my own opinion. Uh, what's going on with the president and and the happening the happening information right now uh, is uh, very significant. Uh, the president has has given us uh, a roadmap to what needs to be done in these situations, and uh, uh, I think uh, as long as the uh, as long as the world community stays together there shouldn't be an issue of of coming together and trying to continue to ramp up sanctions against Russia and continue the military um support that's being asked of the U- as that's being asked of the Ukrainian president which i think is a great thing um we need to continue to press forward as a united front and i'm in t- i'm not just talking about uh the United States, but everybody else in the world should be should have a united front, we know that Russia and China and others, the rogue nations are, do not do not want to participate in such, but uh, the rest of the world can can participate in such of in such things. Also, the GOP uh, sketches a terrifying vision for America uh, GOP senators were grilling. Uh, Ken a. Brown Jackson this week and have uh, critical of what they deem. To be her activist tendencies, but they're also advocating uh, for Supreme Court to reverse historic decisions, to shift the country back decades in more conservative direction. It starts with Roe v. Wade, but there are many other rights that Republicans would like to see taken away from Americans. And uh, I tell you what, this, this, it's, this we're going to get into the confirmation hearing in a little in shortly here. Folks, and I hope that everyone is doing okay wherever you are across America and across the world listening for the first time to the Community Call podcast. Again, I'm your host, Murray Riley Jr. It's great to be here uh, one more time with you this morning uh, uh, as we come back from a long hiatus. We also want to um, continue with our top stories and headlines here on the show this morning. We want to also Talk about the U.S. US Embassy has made comeback with the contact with the WNBA star detained in Russia. An American official found that Brittany Gaynor is in good condition after the U.S. Embassy in Moscow was granted consicular access to the basketball star who is being detained by being detained in Russian prison on drug charges, which is a bunch of trumped up mess as far as I'm concerned. Uh, uh, Russian state news agency TASS said Gaynor would be detained until May 19th, pending further investigation. This is a bunch, this is a crock of bull, folks. The Brittany Gainer hadn't done anything that's that grievous for her to be locked up that m- length of time. Um, the U.S. has proof of Russian war crimes, Bilkin says. Uh, uh, U.S. intelligence shows that Russia has committed war crimes in an assault on Ukraine, harming civilians and violating international law. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said, uh, uh, he uh, Milken highlighted a Russian attack on a on a maternity hospital in Maripol and a United Nations estimate that the war has killed at least 2,500 Ukrainian civilians, and likely many more. I would agree that everybody see the the attack on the theater in Ukraine, and there were 300 people downstairs in that basement. And when those rockers came in, the building collapsed on top of them. I hope there were survivors, but I doubt it. I doubt it at this point. That was a lot of material um, that fell on top of those folks. I hope that uh, they're okay, but we'll see. We haven't, we haven't gotten any news about um, recoveries from that situation. Maybe, maybe we'll hear something later in the new week that's coming. Everyone, we'll find out that. Also, we want to report some sad news. Madeline Albright died um, this past week. uh, uh Madam Albright, the first woman to have served as U.S. Secretary of State, has died at the age of 84. The cause was cancer. The timeless champion of democracy continued to be politically active in her later years and maintained her belief in the goodness of the United States. I am in case you haven't noticed an optimist, she said, in 2020. But as an optimist who worries a lot, I agree 100 percent, we all worry somewhat somewhat at this point. The White House removes Dr. Oz, Herschel Walker, from the Presidential Council. The, the White House asked that two Republican Senate candidates to resign from their positions on the Presidential Council or be removed, uh, as it is against policy for political candidates to serve on the Presidential Boards. Uh, Mehmet Oz, and, Mehmet Oz, and Herschel Walker were appointed in 2018 by then President Donald Trump to serve on the Presidential Council. On sports and fitness and nutrition, and these are our top stories and news that is happening across America and the world. As we come to you again for another rousing episode of the Community Call podcast, we are waiting for our panel members to make their way into the show, and we we're we're hoping that everyone is doing well wherever you are across America and across the world. This morning, uh, uh, we we understand that there are so there's a variety of things that um, we want we want to discuss and topics that we want to discuss on this morning. And and I'll tell you what, we're there so much that we had an opportunity, uh, to get with the team members and speak, speak on some things in, in, in our chat over the week. Um, we try to communicate with each other as much as we can, um, during the work week, everyone. And that's, that's, uh, that's what's central to us right now. Um, uh, and, uh, uh and we also want to uh be aware that uh there are other there are other members of the team uh, that we are hoping will be joining us very soon here we're going to step away once again one more time everyone and we're going to make sure that we bring on the rest of the team and we'll continue on with the show Here. Hey, hey, Mike. Can you hear me, buddy? I can hear you. Awesome, awesome. That's all I wanted to know. Could you hear me? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna. Okay, hang on one second. Thank you, buddy. Oh, okay. How you
1: doing? Uh, I'm feeling quite alright. It's a little bit chilly here in New York City, as if um, Old Man Winter doesn't want to take the hint. It's spring now, officially. Time to go. But it's just Old Man Winter being um, a disguise of who knows, maybe even Trump. But that—that's just a side joke. But yeah, it's below normal here in New York for at least the next few days. In fact tomorrow they say it's going to feel like January. They'll go through one day of that. Uh yeah. as Joe Spargo you know, something... would say, oh sweet Jesus
0: <laughs> Yeah, we 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 have our moments, my friend. We have our moments. Uh, I hope you had a chance to listen listen to some of the headlines that we we're discussing this morning. How do you feel How do you feel about current events? Uh, First off, we want to talk about the Jenny Thomas reveal. How did you feel feel about that once you heard?
1: I was quite outraged at what happened, and I heard a glimpse of it beforehand when um, the Supreme Court made the decision um, against um, Donald Trump, and they said it was a near unanimous, and what it, what should have been a nine zero, because it, the the case law was right there, the law was there, the facts were there, and you know Trump no longer in office, he cannot claim executive privilege. That is up to the current president, which in this case is Joe Biden, and he said nope, there's no executive privilege with Trump. No one is above the law. He must comply with subpoenas. So all but one justice um, voted that Trump had to comply. I had wondered which justice was this, and then they said Clarence Thomas. And then the first thing I thought was up, he's at it again. But before knowing of his wife, Virginia Thomas, having direct involvement with the very same people trying to overthrow the election, and the fact that she is now um, having been exposed in engaging texts with uh, Mark Meadows, who was then Trump's chief of staff, who was also a former member of the House of Representatives. We need to stress that part too. And I'll explain why in a moment. But the fact that she said, Mark help help this righteous, I can to remember the exact words, righteous, president stay in office, and pressuring Meadows to find a way to overturn this election, and keep Trump in office, just as these insurrectionists fought tooth and nail to storm the Congress and say, keep Trump in office or else. So mm-hmm. if this was serious crimes going on here. And the thing is, is that with Mark Meadows, Mark Mills, as House of Representative, a Republican, was amongst the other Republicans in the House and in the Senate, bending over backwards, siding with Trump, being loyal with, to Trump, and pretty much just giving him green lights, blank checks, and letting him get away with so much stuff. Keep, like I said, keep ruling and voting in his favor. And so it calls the question when these people take an oath into office, we hear the oaths being spoken, be it either being spoken or being recited and repeated as, as they are administered. But we see the actions of some of these people that have taken the very same oath and they literally violating and betraying those oaths and a lot of which in a very, very horrific and corrupt manner. Now, going forth with Virginia Thomas and Clarence Thomas, I've heard reports, Murray, that people say, oh, perhaps Clarence Thomas didn't know the extent of his wife's involvement and all that. I say hogwash because Clarence Thomas tried to keep this secretive all this time and didn't expect this to be totally, you know, exposed the way it is right now. And I would dare suggest that, yeah, the guy went through some health complications, but there's a part of me wondering, as part of those health complications resulted from the stress of him, and this is Michael saying this, of him partaking in this cover-up and trying to cover up for his wife because he would have and should have accused himself the moment that something, uh, the moment there was a January 6th um, investigation into the insurrection, any or decisions and ca- issues and cases surrounding that. And he knows doggone well his wife was involved in it, but he said nothing and took part in the voting. And, what surprisingly, as an eight to one decision. I think this being eight to one and him being the only descendant of this decision may have opened up the can of worms that we are all seeing right now. If it was a strict party line, let's say even a seven to two or six to three, and telling Trump, nope, you can't do this, uh, there may not have been so much um, scrutiny. But it was a slam dunk case that should have been a nine zero, but then it turned out to be an eight one with him being the lone descendant. And then besides, like I said, with him making like, oh, here we go again with Thomas um playing the fool, if you wanna call it that. I always thought that situations like that, there's got to be more to it and what we're just seeing, and sure enough, day by day we're seeing and hearing more about this particular scandal that has could have direct ties to January 6th overall. And then now there's cause to question that the January 6th committee should have the right to subpoena Virginia Thomas as to her involvement in this. And Joy Ann Reed recently said that not only should she be um, subpoenaed, but she feels that, Justice Clarence Thomas should be subpoenaed to explain his action and possible involvement. Why he keep this so secretive and what in the world was the purpose of him um, ruling as a dissent of this whole matter? I mean, it's just exposing, exposing so much conflict of interest and so much corruption going on as if the high court isn't, facing enough scrutiny by the American people because of the last three justices that were placed on that bench by a guy who shouldn't have been in the White House in the first place. In the first I'm place. Paid,
0: <laughs> well, this, this is my thing, and I, this is my take on the situation. We know that these revelations were already back. Back in the COVID time, we were talking about these situations with Donald Trump, Michael, and we we kind of had our speculations that there will be more and more revelations coming forward. This just was another revelation that came forward, which I would consider another nail in the coffin of the Trump presidency. There is no going back to the Trump presidency. This whole situation just is mind boggling because one, um, Justice Thomas could find himself in an impeachment hearing really soon. If the january sixth committee has its way um also not the fact that this information was floating around out there this was discovered by by the folks over at the washington post congratulations to to the members over there at the washington post who brought this story forward we would have never knew about these text messages interesting that these text messages came forward the way they did in in a in a pivotal moment that's happening in America right now, with the, with the war taking place in Ukraine, and all of a sudden we had this we had this story break about these about these text messages about January sixth, which I just think that this whole this whole situation was horrible from the beginning, and uh, knowing that these participants are still walking around and not not facing any type of justice is mind boggling to me. Just simply mind you know something right Murray?
1: but then here's you know we said this word several times, and I have a feeling this word is going to get repeated far more than ever. Not just by you know verbal, but by action or occurrence or incident, and that is karma, because of the fact yes. you recall back in 2016, Mr. Mitch McConnell which a lot of us has referred to as Moscow Mitch, illegally, and I'm saying illegally, held a Supreme Court seat hostage for a Republican, for a Republican president. You recall the untimely death of Antonin Scalia during Mm -hmm. then-President Barack Obama's last year in office, a court that was already 5-4 GOP, when, um, when Scalia had died, it gave Obama the opportunity to fill that vacancy uh, before leaving office. And immediately after word went around of Scalia's death, instead of offering condolences to the family and Scalia, Mitch McConnell's first words was, we're not having another Supreme Court nomination here until after the next president gets into office. And for years stuck my unanswered question, and I'm sure others shared the same way. How in the world do you know the next president would be Republican unless there was a fix somewhere? And we saw and we all saw there was a fix with Russia and Trump got into office. And then Mitch McConnell wasted no time in getting that seat filled up because had it been filled up by Obama for the first time in U.S. history, That court would have been balanced 50-50 with an absolute centrist or slightly tilted Mm 5-4 Democrat for the first time in U.S. history. Mitch McConnell knew of this and thought ways, however illegal and unethical, to keep the court as 5-4. He rushed Neil Gorsuch on and then rushed on um, Kavanaugh upon the retiring of another justice which was still five four, and then rushed on Amy Coney Barrett to make a six three. Each one he kept saying, We're gonna plow this thing through. Even being hypocritical of Amy Coney Barrett's nomination and not waiting till after the elections, the presidential elections. No, he just ran the thing through just like he said. So now, Mitch McConnell stop the court from tilting to the left. And lo and behold, we have what is expected to be um Judge Katani Jackson being confirmed to the Supreme Court. It'll still be six three. But as you mentioned, Clarence Thomas has a load on his shoulders now, partially caused by himself, quite frankly, and let alone his wife. Or if he mm. is told to step down or he is impeached and removed, or heaven forbid, because of health complications, partially related to stress, given what he calls himself, that he succumbs to it. So now, there's a no Supreme Court um, seat vacant for Biden, current President Joe Biden to fill, And then the court could become five four once again. But alas, there is unresolved issues and unfinished business surrounding Brett Kavanaugh with his past alleged criminal acts, including underage drinking, which led to the, um, the suspected and highly probable um, sex crimes committed against females college age and underage. All that still remains pending. Add to the fact that he committed perjury during his confirmation hearings, in regards to those sex acts, which which is believed to be um, true now, but the fact that he came clean and admitted to drinking beer under age, while initially he said he never um, had a drop of alcohol under um, legal age, he lied then. So, could he face impeachment and be removed from office or pressured to step down? When this, this people, is, this, 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 But let me let go me ahead. What's your point, far. Michael? Go ahead. And what's I your think, point? If that was to happen, there's that word, karma. Mitch McConnell and Republicans, you fought in so many illegal and unethical ways to keep the court balance in your favor, and then now, one by one, it could turn out history made in the U.S. That after all that. Yes, the court could tilt five-four Democrat and start restoring real law and order in this American system of justice.
0: Well, this is the point. This is this is one of those points, everyone, that Michael's making. Um, we have to go all the way back until the last the last month or so, December. Of 2020, uh, where all this contention was going on in the White House with Donald Trump, leading up to this, leading up to the election, and then the the eventual inauguration of Joe Biden. So uh, there were some things uh, that was scantily happening then, Michael, behind the scenes, and with these with these text messages coming out, just lets me know that uh, there was a motivation to disrupt the inauguration of uh, of, of of Joe Biden, who who Won the presidency. I'm gonna say it one more time for folks who won this presidency hands down. There wasn't anything that would cause uh, something for the nation to take a second guess at. Uh, We also understand. We also understand that there were clearly some things that were or were questionable by the Trump campaign after Joe was inaugurated. And so now these revelations are coming forward. Um, just so happened, and it happens to be Clarence Thomas, who's been a, a, a lifetime Supreme Court justice, who may have put his, his justiceship in jeopardy, Michael. Um, I'm pretty sure there will be more revelations coming forward from this situation. Um, I would love to know um, what everyone else on the court is thinking at this moment uh, with this revelation happening. Um, the, the the White House hadn't said too much about this situation because it's dealing with the situation over in Ukraine, uh, which I which is totally understandable right now, with the president being out of the country. And I'm pretty sure uh the president is on his way back uh to Washington as we speak this morning. But uh we 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 kinda uh uh have gotten into this warped side of this January sixth thing, Michael, where where the Republicans had a motivation to try to disrupt the transfer of power uh at the at the at the end of this situation it's just it's it's disturbing on so many levels
2: and i'll tell you
0: this
1: go ahead yeah i'll tell you this though that when it comes to the white house commenting on um clarence thomas and virginia thomas for that matter they probably it's just speculation on my part Behind the scenes, they probably are discussing it, preparing for what could be the inevitable. The inevitable, meaning another Supreme Court nominee, or heaven forbid, if there's some kind of um, decision coming about and Clarence Thomas has himself involved, then it's like, all right, we may have to question his integrity as to how it affects us, us, the White House of Joe Biden White House per se. But in terms of public statements, it may be a good idea to limit their commentate comment um I'm sorry, commentary or maybe not have any commentary at the moment, right now, um in regards to the Thomases, because you don't want it to make it like, oh um, Joe Biden's gonna seek to have or conspire to have Clarence Thomas removed and then fill up another uh, Supreme Court nominee seat. No, Joe Biden is not making any such comments, I don't even think Jen Psaki, White House Press Secretary, whom um, we all wish um, for her to get well, because she recently tested positive for COVID, even though she says she's fine. But even when back in office, I don't know or don't think she will be making much commentary on it, even if she was asked about it. She probably says the the White House has no comment at this time, as she's done with um, other issues. But, um, you know, it's not the White House making comments on the Virginia um, Thomas, Clarence Thomas situation. No, it's Michael S.W., Michael S. Wilbikin here in New York City that's speaking about it. It's Murray Wiley that's speaking about it. It's Joyanne Reed on MSNBC that's speaking about it. And the whole host of broadcast journalists on the major networks. I'm not even going to even bring a Fox for that matter. They might be discussing it. I'm not going to dive into the majority of Fox stations. Um, commentary or rhetoric that probably won't be identical for truth but the whole thing is a whole bunch of us are discussing these things on the air and even people off air you can go to a mall you can go on public transportation whatever the case may be where there's so many television monitors and up-to-date news going on somebody's always going to have a an opinion or a commentary on this particular issue as well as other issues that is going on in these days in the U.S., outside the U.S. for the sake of humanitarian truth and justice purposes. So, mm-hmm. like I said, it's a whole, there's plenty of commentary going around. So let's make it clear. As at this moment, it's not coming from the White House under Thomas's.
0: Uh, of course not. the The president has his hands full with the situation that's going on in Russia, with with, with over in Europe right now, especially with Ukraine and this Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, we want to move on, folks, and just stay tuned. Stay tuned to those developments that are happening with, with Clarence Thomas and the situation at the Supreme Court with this with this astonishing reveal. It's it just absolutely astonishing. Um, I had to take a second look at at. Uh, my phone when i saw this came through uh in, in my uh twitter in my twitter feed I, I couldn't believe what i was reading uh about the situation with jenny thomas also we want to continue to talk about uh, recent developments that are happening overseas michael the president's over once russia kicked out of the g20 over over the ukrainian war how do you feel about what has happened with us going to war right now my friend
1: i don't like it nobody Really should be liking that we're at war. And I'm still seething at the commentary of these Republicans, especially, yes, bringing his name up again, Donald Trump, because he keeps bringing his caucus into the spotlight and keeps incriminating himself more and more and more. When he called Vladimir Putin a genius for attacking Ukraine still praising Putin, and you have plenty of GOP's, Trump loyalists, repeating the same doggone praises, and it's like, how in the world can you be praising such a barbaric, a criminal terrorist act in which the victims, both surviving and fatal, are men, women, and children, for goodness sakes, children who are too young and innocent to know or understand the amount of deadly hate that's going on in this world, in which people don't give a damn about other people's um, rights, their other people's livelihoods, don't give a damn about true law and order. And respecting, as I said, respecting the rights of others who don't give a hoot about life, preserving life. These are the same Republicans that got the audacity to say they're pro-life. They want to say about um, their champions of Christian morals and family values. But time and time again, and we're seeing the most egregious examples of the exact opposite they may talk about absolutely. being um being devoted to christianity which we are seeing time and again it's a farce but their actions and rhetoric are proved to be more if i can use the word satanic then they are christian you can't absolutely e- you cannot equate the two no i'm trying not to get not- upset but
0: you, you know yeah. something, and, and we all have a right to be upset with the way this motivation is come about. Um, I, I think it's absolutely uh, dreadful that we're hearing hearing Republicans continue to support Donald Trump in the midst of this uh, in the midst of this invasion. Uh, and he's Putin. yes, and and those folks are still crying crying foul for Putin, which is which I think is egregious as well. Uh, uh, this didn't fall on their heads, this fell on Joe Biden's head. And uh, the president is doing a wonderful job of maintaining the 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 staunchness of NATO, which I think is everything right at this moment. Um, we have to continue to show the world that we're willing to stand with the European allies against Russia in this situation. Let's also talk about what's going on in North Korea. North Korea shot a Charlie a, a continental ballistic missile. It came very close to the uh, to the Japanese coast, uh, which I think is another provocation by Kim Jong-un, which is happening as well, folks. We have a ton of these international stories. I hope everyone has taken the opportunity to listen to to radio, podcast, uh, cable news, and get a clear understanding of what's happening in the world as as we speak this morning there's a lot of there's a lot of transitioning going on far as power um, uh, we have Russia who's trying to trying to seize a portion of Ukraine and declare it a part of Russia as we speak um, we we have Kim jong-un who's decided to go ahead and uh, continue with his missile campaign as we speak as well this morning so there's a ton there's a ton of things. That we could talk about and we just don't have enough time in the show to continue to talk about every every one of these situations but i just want everyone to be mindful of of how these stories are coming about uh make sure you're paying attention everyone because if you don't pay attention you're going to miss something um one of the things that's that's very hurtful and uh uh i know michael may feel the same as i do is watching uh 10 million children flee their country and go to another country some of them have parents some of them don't have parents a lot of their parents stayed behind in ukraine and fighting the russians as we speak uh, uh it's very hurtful to see the mass of humanity moving away from their homeland over into over into the eastern part of europe poland and other countries who are accepting these these uh refugees from Ukraine, As we speak, the president said 100,000 Ukrainians are are welcome to come to America, which which I think was a a great idea for him to offer that uh, at this time, knowing that there will be some sort of battle with our counterparts when when the time comes for the Ukrainians to come to America. We'll see how that goes. Michael, what's your feeling about the president offering uh, the Ukrainians to come to America?
1: I find it's a beautiful thing and remind everybody and before Republicans open their despicable mouths chastising Biden, remember, as we we were just saying beforehand, same Republicans that claim to be champions of Christian morals and family values, Biden himself, a Catholic, he sees a humanitarian crisis, opens Mm -hmm. the door to help these innocent Ukrainians, all of whom are at peace, all of whom are victims of war, just and victims of a heinous attack, just like we were. And anybody forgets that? Need I remind you all of September 11, 2001? Need I remind you all just recently of January 6, 2021? How should we forget those? And you're the ones that keep saying, never forget. And Lord knows, Um, Democrats are saying, never forget. So I thought it was a great thing of Biden doing this. And then let's not forget also that we see these kind of um, identical stories, um, if I'm not mistaken, that is in the Bible, in the book, that. When I was hungry, you gave me to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. When I was when I had no shelter, you opened the door and took me in. Those kind of things.
0: Very significant.
2: Oh yeah, we can hear you. How how you doing, Victor? Great to have you back, sir. Thank you, thank you. I'm just getting out of church myself, and um, you guys are having a great conversation. I didn't want to interrupt. But um, you know, there are some things on my mind as well, because right, uh, first, how you doing, Michael? All right. Uh, first, maybe look at the um, the confirmation here for um, Judge gatanji Jackson Brown, and we look at some of the outlandish. Uh, thank you, Katanji Brown Jackson. Thank you. When um, we look at some of the outlandish question that was asked, and a a couple was from um, Myers and Murray's favorite state senator, Lindsey Graham. And see, Lindsey Graham is a bit sour because um, one of the justices that Joe Biden had on his shortlist was a um, black judge from the state, um, Michelle Childs, I think that's her name, and she wasn't chosen. So this is probably why he's going to come hard after um, Ketanji Brown Jackson, but a lot of it is just nonsense, because if we remember anything about the court, the court really is supposed to be non They're supposed to be people who go by the rules of the Constitution, not by the Republican Party or by a Democratic Party. And this is why, when we look at what Clarence Thomas writes, Jenny is doing is just outlandish because she's an ultra-conservative who's gone along with a, um, a conspiracy theory that was proven false over and over again, but yet her husband is a Supreme Court justice. To me, that is a conflict of interest, and I, I go along with all the other voices that say that he either need to resign or be impeached. But now we have a Republican party. If the Republicans was in charge, um, say like if they was in charge back in 1991, I believe when Justice Thurgood Marshall retired from the Supreme Court, George Herbert Bush, father Bush at least said, well, I'm going to pick another black justice, even though he's conservative, but he did pick a black justice. This, the we rep- Republican Party would have said, I can care less about that, because when um, President Biden made the announcement he was going to pick a black woman, Ted Cruz, who is not a white man himself, he said, well, that counts out all white men of being in the Supreme Court. Man, he got enough. Out of all the justices, I think maybe six, seven or five of them are white men.
0: That's right. what's the problem? Uh, I would think I would think think this 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 situation is just uh, uh, giving us the gravity of how these men think. Don't you? Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure there was just a bunch of there's just a bunch of angst with them the moment that Biden made this choice. And they feel like uh, he's doing it again. He's doing it again. So you guys did it again, did it again too, right? Yes. You know, uh, as a matter of fact,
2: uh, I'm sorry. saying' that I am the same. No. but as a matter of fact, here's the here's what they did that was so unjust. It was nine months left before an election when President Barack Obama picked um Mel Gar- Garrett. Help me out with his name.
0: Mary Garland. Um, at, Garland. Thank
2: you. Earlier. Thank you. Yes, when he picked him, and they got together and said, "No, you can't do it because it's nine months before election." But heck, nine days before election, the Republican picked um the young lady Amy
1: Amy Cony um, Barrett. Barrett. Barrett.
2: Coney Barrett. you. Um, so that right there alone is a hypocrisy. So. When Joe Biden said, "Well, he said they need to be quiet because they forget the um, hypocritical act that they committed." When they wouldn't let a president pick a justice nine months within a re-election, but yet they let they president pick a justice with the nine days of an election.
1: <laughs> it goes much deeper than that, also. Bishop. Oh, Michael, and that go, is I go, huh?
0: Michael.
1: Yeah. Oh, so I was. What I was saying is that there was. Um, I caught a glimpse of a poll or a graph, and a lot of people were speaking about this. And when I saw this um, graph, it gave me a better um, understanding as to what the commentary was, and that is that Judge Kentonji Brown Jackson had far more credentials and qualifications than the last three justices nominated and appointed by then-President Donald Trump. In the, on an individual aspect, she she um, ranks far higher than each of these justices individually and ranks far higher than all three justices combined. That says a lot. What is the problem with Republicans? Oh, she's a black and she's woman. That's what it comes Mm. down to because we have never, never, ever seen this kind of disrespect towards any other Supreme Court nominee. And before some right winger wants to turn around and say, and I had an argument with a fellow parishioner who is Republican, you know, still friends, but He says it was just a tit for tat, and Democrats did it as well. They did it to Kavanaugh. No, there is a major difference, and I stated that earlier in this um, recording about Kavanaugh's past um, alleged and probable criminal um, acts when he was in college and even while being underaged. I won't necessarily have to repeat that, but all that needed to be scrutinized, especially when you had several women coming forth and speaking their um, grievances, and most notably, Dr. Christine Ford, who testified at that Brett Kavanaugh confirmation hearing. So yes, it had to be scrutinized, but Democrats did so respectfully. Didn't see that here, in this particular um, hearing with Kataji Brown-Jackson asking her ridiculous questions, getting to her personal stuff, even, um, what's her name, Marshall Blackburn, having the audacity to ask such a stupid question to Judge Jackson, do you know what a woman is? What's your definition of a woman? What in the blazing heck does that got to do with Um, Judge Jackson's ability to sit on the high court, especially since she has already had several years sitting on a judicial bench. That had nothing to do with anything, and all these Republicans were doing was grasping for straws, saying that um, Judge Jackson is soft on crime and siding with and protecting pedophiles. Now, this is what I want to... put my foot down on these Republicans. And as I said, they were being racist, they were being sexist, and they're leveling these falsehoods against Judge Jackson. Judge Jackson said and returned the finger pointing right at these Republicans, she had to follow the letter of the law that was set forth by the Congress. And remember, Republicans had control of both chambers of Congress and we passing about all these crazy laws, perhaps designed to benefit themselves, but then don't even think the fact that when they put the stuff into law, it will go across the board. So you can't blame police officers. You cannot blame judges for saying, laying off a pedophile, if that's what you're uh, charging here with. No you republicans set that motion right into play and this is exactly what um judge jackson is doing but then let's also add this critical factor gentlemen and ladies all those that are listening that republicans making this statement of being soft on crime um what about i don't want to use the word what about before somebody says there goes what what aboutism no but no talk about Jim Jordan and the past sex scandals inside of Jim in high school. No talk about Matt Gaetz and his sex scandals, especially possible and probable, what do they call it, date rape or what have you. But yeah, there's sexual crimes and scandals going on there. And let's throw to the mix. Yep, himself, Donald Trump, for the um, sexual attacks allegations against adult women. And even underage females. Need I remind you of Miss Teen USA when he was, um, quote, CEO of the Miss Universe organization that oversaw the Miss Universe pageant, Miss USA pageant, and Miss Teen USA pageant. And each of those pageants, he was reportedly um, had the audacity. To barge into the dressing rooms of the contestants that were totally indecent, changing wardrobe, and he makes like, I'm the CEO, I own these organizations, I can do whatever I want, I can see whatever female I want, regardless of their current status. That was his blatant attitude right there. No criminal charges against either of these guys no criminal investigation against these guys all you republicans kept sweeping the damn thing under the rug so who's really soft on crime here it sounds like you republicans but not just soft on crime but aiding and abetting in the crime that's right michael from new york city called you republicans out
0: you know something uh yes see, it seemingly seems like we we haven't left 2020 i don't understand why why are we still dealing with the situation when when the january 6th committee has already they're going to come out with their report very soon folks i'm thinking somewhere between uh now and maybe june we're here about what that report's going to have in it michael I'm with you a lot on what you said, but I I still have my reservations about how and when there's going to be some folks held accountable for everything that they've done. So far, most of these folks are still walking around free. If this had been the other side, there would have been a bunch of arrests by now. If it was the other side, and that means us, if it was us being the ones who were raising all, who was doing the doing this doing these crimes and misinformation and everything they would be calling for our arrest we wouldn't be walking around uh freely like our counterparts are as i speak a lot of them are walking around right now and they should be held accountable for all of their actions even though they think they have a measure of immunity i don't think any of these people realize they don't have any immunity that went away when donald trump was unelected from being a president and he should not have a whole bunch of immunity either, even though he's a even though he's a former president, he should not have immunity from being prosecuted. I don't understand why people seem afraid to take this thing further with 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 the former president. I don't understand why. I'm pretty sure these reports are going to come forward. We're going to get some more revelations. This whole situation with Jenny Thomas was just just the beginning. I think that was the tip of the iceberg. Um, hey, folks! The Titanic already sunk. Okay, are, there's some more. There's some more. There's some more there, and I. It's just to me, to me, these situations can't just. We can't resolve ourselves in these situations, and run a country at the same time. We have high gas prices. We have we have a war going on, and there's 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 folks who are in need. Joe Biden's, I I just want to say it, we have a president that's spread thin right now. He can't put his hands on every situation. And what's the problem is, most folks, most folks think it's okay that Joe has to be spread thin so they can have an argument and say, well, he was too old to be a president in the first place. That's what's the problem anyhow. No, we have stuff Um, in place so we can fix these situations. People just don't want to admit that the Trump administration is going away from the American government. It needs to remain that way. Donald Trump is trying to run again for 2024, folks. He had a rally in South Carolina, Florence. He had a rally in Georgia this past weekend. Yes. And I heard nobody was there, which I believe that was a lie. Folks showed up for Donald Trump. A lot of folks in Georgia love Donald Trump. Commercials are running here in in my area yeah. with Donald Trump endorsing, endorsing. Oh, you want to say his name? Okay. You have the you have the Democrats who are in the battle here in Georgia. I'm gonna tell you right now, Brian Kemp and the rest. I ain't gonna say the other person's name. Don't want to. Brian Kemp and and the rest of those folks are trying to corner Georgia in a corner like before, folks, and keep keep legitimate voters from voting again, okay? Stacey Abrams, God bless her, she's running for the second time. She's going to have to hustle, 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 hustle. And Raphael Warnock is going to have to hustle, 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 hustle to win, folks. I'm encouraging everybody to encourage our Georgia our Georgia family, to get out to vote. Because if they don't get out to vote, David Perdue, I said it, oh my goodness, I said it. David Perdue will have a chance to win, okay? There's a motivation in this whole situation. This revelation of Jenny Thomas was just the tip of the iceberg. I'm going back to that because there's 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 this metaphor of a dysfunctional America. And that is, not the, that is not the case. We are not a dysfunctional country, and we do not have a dysfunctional government. Donald Trump was a dysfunctional president who ran a dysfunctional government. And now we're trying to write it, and folks are still acting crazy because we're trying to fix stuff that Donald Trump did when he was president, who's still in cahoots with Vladimir Putin.
2: Yeah. Yep. My- Murray. did not
0: even come out did not even come out and condemn putin for invading ukraine didn't say a thing he said it was a genius move what the hell are you talking about
2: uh murray uh, uh I, okay me I'm, being a a, a a soldier in the military i'm sorry to, to to cut you off i want you to get a breath and i want you to uh let the blood pressure lower a little bit
0: <laughs> but
2: <laughs> I have military guys who support Trump who are saying that Russia—it's a good guy in this thing. O M G. Yes, they are saying this because you know where this coming from. This coming from Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, the same Tucker Carlson that said, "Me Tucker, yes." There go. The same one that said he wants to see um, Ketunji Brown Jackson, LSAT scores. Why did anybody ask for Brett Kavanaugh? Did anybody ask for Amy Conan Barrett? Did anybody ask for um, who was the other justice that Donald Trump uh brought put in before those two? It slipped my mind. But of course, it no, did anybody ask for him? Yeah, did anybody ask for his SAT scores? No. This no. is only no something. done to... to, to, to uh, go ahead, Michael. There, Tucker Klansman
1: asking Kataji Brown Jackson's SAT scores, which was way off mark, by the way, as you said, compared to the other justices, as you and I have both in so many different aspects, but his asking Kataji Brown-Jackson's SAT scores is just as bad, it's not worse. I, I'm going to say it's just as bad as Donald Trump's demanding to see Barack Obama's birth certificate.
2: There you go. Exactly. And Barack go. Obama is one of the smartest presidents that we've had in the history of the United States of America.
0: You know something?
2: I, I gotta <laughs> it, tell it, you, it,
0: I, it's 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 awful that it those is. folks are stuck in 1942. They are so stuck in 1942 that they don't want this country to advance on no levels, none whatsoever i do have an issue but murray do, remember that one I word do, that i,
1: I had brought up earlier karma remember because have... um here's the update. here's an update that there was reports that as you said perhaps by june um the reports that by june was probably would have this report and be additional hearings and not only that ladies and gentlemen they are working on it. they mean the january 6th to may are looking to present their findings and their hearings during prime time where they can get the most audience on um, watching to keep all of America, if not much of America, informed as to what in the blazes has been going on during the past few years and how the government has been plagued by absolute corruption and criminal Criminalities that this is this is cleanup time and you know refra- um restoration if you want to use that term the whole thing is time to clean house and to really put a stop to those that are plaguing this government and really remind people the true meaning of supporting and defending the laws and the Constitution. Of the United States to protect this nation against all enemies, not some, but all enemies, foreign and domestic. I honestly believe we are seeing in collusion a foreign and domestic enemy in the name of Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump and every single person that dare pledge loyalty to these guys and partaking, aiding, and abetting the same doggone crimes and hurting uh, people of this nation and out. We stand in solidarity with Ukraine to show humanitarians as they hurt just the same way as we have hurt. We stand in solidarity with Americans and non-Americans as long as everyone is in unity over peace and love and for truth and justice for one
2: another. Okay. But uh, what, what what's happening is that we have our people who are not for peace. They are for chaos. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Republicans. Because I talked to a co-worker, this is a black guy, a black guy who enjoyed Trump and um, supports Republicans so on and so forth. And I said, even if the Democrats were to do something outlandish, that would upset me. I cannot report, support a party that has shown their true colors time and time again. Anybody remember the mm-hmm. rally where the a, a white guy punched a black guy? And Donald Trump said, um, knock him out. I will pay your legal bill. Um, mm-hmm. It needs to be like it was years ago. And how can you support that? A man that trying to bring Jim Crow back to the forefront. I I uh, I said I don't care because then here's what some of the people say. Well didn't you know that Joe Biden helped Bill Clinton author the uh crime bill back in nineteen ninety four I believe it was.
0: Yeah, and you get
2: yeah. all these things. But guess what? A crime bill do not outrage these hypocritical, as Mike was saying, Republicans who try to say that they are Christian, but yet you got um, Jim Jordan, Matt Gaetz, Donald Trump himself, and the list goes on of all the atrocities Mm -hmm. these guys committed. Yeah, but they're walking around
0: around free. These folks are walking around free. Right, because,
2: okay, let's look at all the things Donald Trump did. Al Franklin from Minnesota, Democrat from Minnesota, who was once the head of our um, America radio. He had to resign just because some pictures he took with a young lady in jest. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything serious. The young they lady even him. said herself. Right, they crucified him. And she even said himself. I'm I'm not saying he should resign. She said that, but he still resigned. But yet you have a, a, a former president. Star. This former president mm-hmm. who, who talked about um, grabbing Lady Crotches, Talked about I would kiss somebody if I want to. I just go up to kiss them. I don't even ask permission. Um, mm. Who have 24 allegations against him. So when he said these things, that tells me that these allegations have some rape behind them. But yet, not only did he serve as full-time as president, but he's talking about running again in 2024. Mm uh dim jordan no justice as of yet um matt gates no justice yeah. as of yet um marjorie Taylor green you do have some folks in Georgia say because of her participation with january 6th she should not be um eligible for real and right. they're trying to so, blow, well, i'm getting on the ballot yeah they're too. trying to block it you're right so so I just don't understand how these folks can go and get with a Jerry Farrell Jr. who has situations of his own himself. Oh boy! And 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 then try to preach to the American people when they're more swept under their rug so much so until you see a lump in that rug.
0: Okay, this, this is what and I'm going to say. Back and,
2: and, 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 let, and let me just make this to point. Ask what you let me saying, make this... Murray.
0: Yeah, let me make this point. It's a it seems as if we're we, you guys sound like we in election mode i I don't understand we got a we got a war going on over in europe we got a war of attrition going on in our government and and it's just it just it just befuddles me mid
2: yeah mid coming up
0: yeah and people don't want to people don't want to understand what's at risk Uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at Nate Silverman's uh, Nate Silver's uh, 538 report as we speak. Warnock is ahead by a few percentage points in Georgia. Uh, Astronaut uh, Mr. Kelly is ahead by two percentage points in Arizona. And uh, Cortez uh, Masto is ahead is behind by three points in Arizona. Folks need to understand that every seat is going to be contested in this midterm election. This will decide whether or not Joe Biden for the next two years or more will become a lame duck. And it's going to take some work from us to make sure that Joe doesn't become a lame duck. But I hate to be the person who's going to share some bad news. Folks are not going to get out and vote. I just feel it. We got so much going on in the country right now, and there's so much of angst going on with individuals and their personal situations in America right now. What made it worse was the simple fact that Russia went into Ukraine. That made it even more conflicting for a lot of people at this moment did every is, is is everyone concerned about the fear aspect of this there's somewhat of a fearful aspect of nuclear war world war 3 da, da 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 there's there's the aspect of economic collapse in america already coming from the right talking about we are in an economic situation that we may never go back come back from which uh they full of it right at this moment as far as i can i can't say what i want to say I won't be talking to y'all. They
1: are full of it, and they're the ones. Calling yeah, they're full
0: of it, and and they're the ones who's causing all the problems. The thing that bothers me even more is that you have a few weak back Democrats, and I'm. I know I'm gonna get in trouble. We have a few weak back Democrats who are not even putting up a fight at this moment. To stand with Joe, and stand with the administration, and make sure these folks are held accountable for all of their actions these folks to continue to not feel they continue to feel entitled that's what i want to say
1: they want to feel you are talking about mansion and cinema
0: yes thank you so much you folks go. we you have didn't to un- even have to say it
1: <laughs>
0: folks we have to folks we have to understand we're in it we are in a critical moment in 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 world history at this moment i don't know what I don't know what may come of the situation in Europe. I do know that my prayers are going out to all our service members who are deployed. I'm talking to one of my fellow service members right now. My prayers are with you, Victor. you get called upon, we're going to be praying for you. To right. all my other serv- to all my other service members out there. Thank you. Who, Thank you. Who wearing a uniform and serving this nation in spite of the hype and the crap that's happening in our government. You serving with honor. Thank you so much to all the service members. Now, as, as I close this episode Murray. today, I just I, I, go ahead, Michael. Before we close, go ahead. And if I could also,
1: if I could also add to uh, everything that you're saying, and perhaps this statement of mine may encourage people to push to get the vote out. Because believe me, it goes beyond the midterms. When you look at what happened with Russia attacking Ukraine, that in itself was heinous. But it becomes a hell of a lot worse when you have people who are supposed to be patriotic, loyal Americans going to call that guy a genius and give praise to him to creating carnage to do an absolute heinous act of war crimes, actual committing terrorism. And they're siding with him instead of protecting our nation. And this is where our military comes in, but lo and behold, doggone republicans want to use the military, want to use police officers, want to use if I can use the phrase, cops as props, they're all political garbage. And and the thing is, is that why it's so important to not just go out to vote, but to be on your guard at all times now, 24 seven, not saying to constantly look over your shoulder, but understand and keep attuned tune as to what in the world is going on each and every day in the news, the current events, Don't let yourself get shut out because, God forbid, if Mr. Putin decides to expand his terrorism and want to now try to take over this nation, this nation has been attacked in so many ways in which we had people on the opposite side of the political spectrum having had some kind of interaction with a common enemy, and now we're seeing it with Putin, we're seeing more um, evidence of collusion between Trump and Putin. And yes, Trump was the one that called Putin a genius, and then Trump has a cult following that's echoing those praises, and even to a point. It sounds like in their tone of voice that they will welcome Putin over here. Hell to the no! The thing is, is that we are a democracy. And Lord knows, Murray, you've hit it. Victor, you've hit it. So many other righteous broadcast journalists have hit it. That this is a democracy where you got certain people that are trying to turn it into an autocracy. We're seeing Putin trying to turn a democ- a dem- uh, democracy Ukraine into an autocracy in, mm-hmm. his, um, in his command or in his command ruling. Putin wants to be a ruler of the entire world and having like a, a big organized um, crime, if you want to call it that. That's why we stand with Ukraine as Ukraine would stand with us and any other nation that denounces this kind of despicable, sinister actors going on. And God help the Americans that turn around and be absolute traitors To what this nation stands for there is a thing called um oh god i I forgot the term of it but treason that's the word if anybody is treasonous and want to sell this nation short you know i think much of america is keen to keeping their eyes and ears open to what these republicans are saying yes, Republicans, I keep calling you out, because you keep siding with the enemy and keep lying to our faces. And doing and the, the most, or, or most atrocious crimes. And when we call you out, now you want to resort to violence that you want to take us out permanently and silence us forever. No, well, no one is above the law. You are bound to the same consequences, and we will hold you accountable. We're not backing down anymore. We've seen enough of your lives. Cleanup time has begun.
0: Thank you, Michael. Hey, folks, again, this is the Community Call Podcast, a very impassioned Community Call Podcast this afternoon. We want to thank everyone for listening today. I want to thank Michael and Victor for being a part of of this episode. We're back, folks. Murray's back. We're back. And we're going to come back welcome again. Back, some, welcome Nick back. So
1: welcome much. back. Thank you so much. Welcome
0: back. We're back, folks. And so we're going to come back and we're going to continue on with this, with our discussion regarding the political process in this nation. A lot of people are talking about the president's uh flub of saying that Vladimir Putin shouldn't be in, shouldn't be in power. A lot of folks are talking about that. Uh, sometime in the, in the in the heat of the moment we say things and 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 we have to forgive and forget. but I know folks are going to hold the president to task on this um, the, they're saying that the president doing his speech in Warsaw uh, said that Russian President Putin can't remain in power. and this is courtesy of the Washington Post folks. I would advise everybody to uh, uh, take a moment and read the article from The Washington Post today if you have a chance. Um, they have a very liberal, liberal dis, um, subscription. You can pay a, a a small fee and get the the online subscription for the Washington Post. They have tons of articles and everything for people to um to to read over. Our political system has to be fixed. write it, whatever else that, that that I could say in essence to that. Um, when we come back next time next weekend, we're gonna come back and we're gonna continue our discussion on on our political upheaval in the country there's going to be some more fallout regarding um judge thomas's wife and everything else that she proceeded to say in those now released text messages folks you can see those text messages courtesy of the washington post yes i'm saying it you can see you can actually read those Um, also we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna continue our our discussion in regards to in regards to the the continued support of the Ukrainian people, and and those in in NATO as we speak this morning this afternoon I say uh, we do have we do have a, a continuation of American forces massing in 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 the eastern part of Europe right now Poland and Warsaw Poland and other, where American forces are. As, as we said earlier, our prayers are with everyone being deployed. Um, we have family members, and I'm including you, Victor, your family. We have family members who have that potential of being deployed. So our prayers of, of cover will be for you and all those who are serving in in the, for the nation right now, whether they're Republicans or Democrats. I don't see that when you wear a uniform. You're an American soldier. Uh, your political yes, affiliate your affiliation of what party you affiliated with that's between you and your God but what I see is an American soldier so that being said as always stay together stay in love peace Are you listening to the same old political talking points? Then check out the community call for a new perspective on politics. Left, right, center. We bring it together with an open and honest political discussion.
2: Thanks for listening to the community
0: call. Be sure to tune in next time for another rousing discussion.